Let's do this. Leroy Dragons! Podcasting to all of Azeroth, this is World of Warcast, episode 178. I am Michael Gaines. With me, coming from Northrend, Mr. Eric Rice. How's the weather up there? It's a straight-up Seahawkalypse. <laughs> hey uh, I don't know what the I don't know what the WoW equivalent of a Seahawk would be. Um, I, I well, there's seagulls in WoW. So, all right, being that you're... it wouldn't be a seagull, thanks. <laughs> Seahawk, that's true. Um, okay. or as my friend calls them, sea chickens. Um, what what was well? You're not in Seattle. You're no, relatively no, close to. Still. So you were rooting. Yeah, you're Although yesterday, uh, the big victory parade, yeah. there's like 700,000 people. Se- Seattle's not a huge city, you know, and it's not wide. You know, streets are kind of small, so that's a lot of freaking people. Yeah. So. Yeah. We, we, get, some, uh, we get some pretty good turnouts when we have ticker tape parades on, uh, on Broadway here. For those, uh, for those wow people that follow sports ball uh you know actually a lot of a lot of chatter and trade so mm-hmm. i think people do it it gives you i probably gives something to watch while you're raiding <laughs> uh, so yeah we had our our usual uh annual super bowl party that was a lot of fun a lot of wings that wings <laughs> chili mm. i know there are some people out there that hate the super bowl it, and it's just there's some people on Twitter that were just like shaming people that were watching the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Ninety seven percent of every TV in America that was turned on was tuned to the Super Bowl. Get out. Ninety seven people shaming anybody. Wow. You know, ninety seven percent. You know. Oh my goodness. We are the ninety seven percent. So. Yeah. Ooh, okay. <laughs> well, we are also part of the seven point eight million subscribers. That's right. That's, numbers are up. Yeah, numbers I don't are understand up. Understand why? A bit. <laughs> well, look, it's better to have the numbers up than than everybody complaining that the numbers are going down. So numbers are now seven point eight million, which is up two hundred thousand. That's point two. So it was seven point six. Now seven point eight, and so things are going up. I don't really know what to attest that to, except people are really liking Pandaria. Right. Um, but, I wonder, are people getting ready? They're like, hey, I should come back since a new expansion is going to be coming out. Maybe. 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 Uh, but uh, it's it's good to hear. It's good to know that people are coming back into the fold. Tell them about our show. <laughs> That's right. Um, uh, Neil, <laughs> Neil locks it up in the chat room. He brings up a good point. He says, prepping to get their free 90s. Got to get them to 60. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that how it works? No, I don't know. Is it, is it? I thought it was one to. I don't know what he means by. I haven't. 16. I haven't looked at looked at that any. I've been locked away in Hearthstone all week. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right. So, how how has Hearthstone been for you? Oh, here we go. Well, so <laughs> I want to do like a lot more research first, but mm-hmm. he, you know, I sat there for a minute, going, "I'm losing like constantly," and I'm like, "This is kind of weird." Yeah. Uh, I know how to play. Mm-hmm. I know how to construct the decks. Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part, I'm pretty confident with knowing what to counter and what and seeing a few steps ahead, right? I know a mage is going to have a different play style than a warrior. Sure. And, and so I got the basics of it. 
but the overwhelming number of losses, I'm like, all right, something's not right. But I didn't want to bitch about that because mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, sure. Yeah, you know. So I go digging through forums, and apparently this is a very common thread on various forums. Mm-hmm. And some people say, well, that's just the nature of you know, combat card games, CCGs, is you lose a lot. It's a game of chance because just because you have a great deck, you have to get stuff. I've gone through I've said decks that, yeah. I don't even get cards that are useful. I'm like, great, thanks. I can't do anything. I can't discard, not like poker or anything. Um, and I've also, conversely, when I have one, there is no skill involved. Mm-hmm. I, I do not feel like the reasons I won against an AI or a player have been because I was good. It's because, thank God, those cards dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, so I played the mage. I played a priest for a little bit. You know, I, I, you level a, car, a deck in Hearthstone to 10, or you level a character to 10. That means you get all 20 basic cards, and you can craft your own deck. I've started mm-hmm. uh, a different approach on my, like, fifth character. Um, but I've been playing. I played a druid for a little bit. I played a priest. Uh, everybody starts with the mage. I started to play the warrior because I always lose to a warrior. I'm like, let me see what's going on here. And mm-hmm. then I did a warlock. Neo is going to like this. And today, I won almost every single game, and I don't even—I didn't even have all of my. Uh, no, I don't have all of my cards yet. Really? So, all right, you were playing a mage originally and kept losing constantly. I played the priest, losing constantly, and I've been playing for a while, and I had uh, garnered enough. Uh, hmm coin to disenchant duplicate cards to create new cards and i did spend some money to buy some decks with real money Mm -hmm. way back in the day so i have a little bit of a stocked advantage and and that's a gripe people go oh it's kind of pay to play and i don't know if i'm fully convinced of that argument because pay to play just means that maybe you'll be winning sooner or whatever um so you know i've got some decent Mm -hmm. cards and I did all right on the warrior, but it was far more losses than wins. And like I said, the wins I do not attribute to skill. I just attribute it to, thank God, those cards drop. Mm-hmm. When I got to the warlock, I started to go, hmm, I, I'm actually doing, I'm, I have a worse deck because I don't have all the warlock cards. And uh, I'm winning a lot. Now, maybe it's just a lot of repetitive dumb luck. I don't know. So, I, you know, I'm still kind of working through this because I don't want to mm. be like, oh, my God, it sucks. You lose all the time. Because I've read so many arguments that say sometimes it takes three months to get, you know, to a position where you actually three start months. winning. Others say that's the way the game works. Some people say it's pay to win. Other people are like, stop winning learn to play, right? So I'm, I'm kind of consuming all of that before I formally have an opinion on what's going on being that you've played so many classes do you because i've only played the mage all the way through yeah. i mean I, I played the other classes because you have to at some well you did i don't know if it's still that way but um being that you played the mage do you find that the warlock has some sort of advantage because the way that i there are two ways you can do a game like this is that of course every class is going to have their flavor Mm-hmm. But at the same time, overall, you don't want one class to have a major advantage at some point with a com- with a card combination than another. You want every class to have a well, either a single like or a group of WoW, advantages. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is. I'm not going to say it's a total one to one thing here, but so obviously, a mage has a lot of crowd control. Sure, has a lot of you know. But those cards have to come out. You draw a couple cards. You can sheep things, which is very convenient when you're facing a huge guy. 
Um, the uh, the warrior can throw up shield, so can the druid, and the paladin can you know throw out default you know foot soldiers. The what it struck me with the lock is that there are a lot of really low cost cards at zero and one mana mm-hmm. that will throw out a taunt or will heal you or you know I think even uh, there's a card where you can always throw it and it's like throw make the adjacent minions on each side of this card yep. uh taunts there's like one that's a two two mana for that i'm like wow so my deck is totally disproportionately zeros and one mana cards and not a lot of sixes and sevens hmm. because there's so much utility and it kind of saves your butt and then a lot of heals uh, there's a lot of sacrificing that goes on with a lock where you can pull two cards from the deck, but you have to sacrifice two health. You can do three damage to everything on the field, which is g- glorious because you just kill everything and everybody, mm-hmm. including yourself. So it's it's a little bit different than like the raw brute strength of the warrior, you know. So I'm going to keep, you know, I'm going to keep working on the, the lock okay. deck and see what's up with it, but... I don't know. Maybe locks are just OP just like they are. And <laughs> Well, I mean, the game's been out for a while now in beta. And it's open beta for everybody. It's open right? beta for everybody, but they've been saying since the beginning that they're working on balance. And and their goal was to have it ready by the end of last year, end of 2013. And yet here we are in February, and it's still not ready yet. It's an open beta, but I think what they need is they need to get more eyeballs on this game because uh, I've been hearing the same things that there to be honest i i've never really gotten gotten into tcgs mm-hmm. i wanted to i've said this on the show before well ccgs technically or, 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 yeah yeah. TC, yeah you're right you're right ccgs um i just never really had a group of a local people to play with so yeah i can't tell you from experience whether or not that's true i'm gonna have to take the word of everybody else and it's been fun to actually play with people who you have access to so i was playing with one of my kids and like we we both he won one I won one mm-hmm. we did a post mortem afterwards and we knew exactly why we won and lost like there was one match I defeated him thirty to nothing mm. and I'm like so you had no X I could actually figure out why he lost and you know I walked <laughs> you know I walked over and I'm like this is why you lost he's like that's exactly why I had nothing to work with no. but the next game totally beat me because. I was in the same position. And then I think a third game, it went on forever because we had nothing to play. Interesting. So try, you know, if you are out there and you're doing some downtime stuff from WoW and you're playing Hearthstone, see if you can actually play with somebody you know that you can, you know, get on Skype or something or or whatever and, like, talk it through afterwards to figure out why you lost or why you won and see if there's a pattern there. I, I just don't know. Hmm. So I'd like to hear um, from people that played CCGs and see how accurate Hearthstone is compared to playing a CCG. Is it too fast? Is it too? Well, I well, can't imagine it being too slow. It's digital it's, and it's simplified. But, but then there, are yeah, people, I know there's like the magic and all that. There, stuff. There's mag- There's hex. Now I I almost paid to get into the hex alpha, and I decided against it because I just didn't have the time. It's not because I didn't like the game. I just didn't have the time, and I really wanted to see what that game was like because that's supposed to be more realistic as far as like a physical ccg goes so i'd like to hear from people out there if, if you if you're playing hearthstone and you were even a casual uh ccg Super player casual. 
yeah i, I, mean, I want to hear from everybody i want to know how realistic this game is and and i did and, spend and, a couple of days messing around with microsoft's project spark which is a lot of fun oh it's yeah like so what was that about minecraft with curves uh you know it's basically a, a game maker you know you throw in objects and give them brains and stuff mm-hmm. it's uh going to be available for the xbox one xbox 360 windows 8 and i i'm on the beta on windows 8 and cool. it's a lot of fun you know if you like that kind of open world building let's just drop some trees let's terraform the crap out of land um let's throw goodies on the ground and make them either dumb or checkpoints or give them brains and turn them into monster pets you know mm-hmm. uh so that's uh that's been kind of fun that's gonna be fun to see i love to i like yeah. those world building kind of games and similarly i've been playing everquest next landmark which is a world building game ah so you build all the things it's it's voxel based uh it's essentially if if you took minecraft let's say minecraft came out in 1990 landmark would be the game that like that uh that minecraft would have turned into and so right now it's essentially you have all the tools that the that the devs are using for everquest next Landmark is just a game of simply right now it, it's a, it's an alpha so things are going to change it's like version 0.6 right but it's um it's mining and, and and like farming trees and and rocks and stuff and then you get a plot of land and then you can build whatever you want on it and, and I was watching that, you play. It was very funny. It was like here you are, some little character taking a stick to a gigantic freaking two thousand year old oak. Whack, 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 whack. Yeah, boom, it's that chopped the whole thing really down in twenty seconds. It's really funny. But you can you can craft. You can um, uh, there's a ton of stuff you can craft. You can craft other crafting tables better, and you can craft sifters, and you can. It's it's very interesting how this whole EverQuest next thing is going to tie in together. Uh, the MMO itself probably won't be out for maybe another year. I would say maybe even longer, but Landmark will be out, I think, by the... by. I would, I would guess, this is not official, I'm guessing uh, maybe September. And so you'll be able to have sort of a taste of what this will be. And, and, what, and the reason why I'm bringing this up now, other than the fact that you were talking about Spark, is that it's an interesting change in how people have uh how they play mmos it's always been that you play in this static world well now you can mm-hmm. change this world as much as you want people are people are are getting plots next to each other and building like giant bridges between them and it's just amazing what people are doing there's no combat yet there will be <laughs> yeah. there's no money yet there will be it's alpha so right now all we can do is farm and craft and make stuff and if things could dovetail uh eloquently enough so that you can build all these great worlds and then uh what's the game on the, that's coming out on the ps4 uh the one where you can jump into a battle from your phone or from a tablet or from the pc or from oh yes oh uh, what was the name of that oh it's a, go- a great game yeah but, um, i forgot the oh oh destiny was it no wait no was no, it no, De- no, 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 no not the, destiny destiny is a halo one the bungee one the bungee one um it's like wars wars something or I know. Well, anyway, it's that game. Everybody knows what it is. We're just forgetting it right now. I said this. Oh, go ahead. Oh, just being able to build these worlds like that and then interact with them from whatever device. Well, yeah, that's what I've said that for years now. Like three years ago, I said, like, why isn't anybody building some sort of game that you can play on anything? And then find somewhere like maybe you can't do. Well, at the time when I said this, it's like maybe you can't do a full battle on your phone. 
But in WoW, let's say you can craft stuff. I mean, even something as simple as that. And that hasn't come out yet. Yeah, you could chat and you could do the auction house. But why can't I just sit there and craft stuff and mail it to somebody while I'm on the train or on the bus or in the car? By the way, some next-gen-ish right here. Oh. I tweeted this earlier. Uh, it came from Wired UK. Uh-huh. Um, there's a horror adventure game called Nevermind. And it responds based on your, oh, your heart, heart rate. rate. Yes, I did see that. Yes. I am all over that. So basically, the more stressed you are, the harder the game will be. <laughs> I like and that. And I'm like, oh, my God, can we wire that into Think about it. This could be the solution to, like, raging gamer syndrome, right? Everybody's spinning out of control, and then it's just like, if you want to win, you you must... You must calm down. Johnny Cochran (laughs) quotes getting ready to come out of my mouth. You know, yeah, you want to win, you must find balance. Slow down. Is this for uh, Connect? Is that how it tells what your heart rate is? Uh, You know, um, I have to dig through this. Uh, It's designed to work with a Garmin heart rate monitor strap, which I have one of those. Uh, A lot of times... Some people don't like them because they find them restrictive, but you have a uh, you have a little USB thing and uh, this little tracking device that you clip on you, and then you have a strap that goes around your chest. Oh, hmm. Uh, and then like there's a GPS attachment for your shoe. So when you're running, right? Because we're all triathletes here, but this is how it works. Mm-hmm. And when you're running, you're getting your distance, you're getting your speed, and you're getting your heart rate, and you sync that up with your computer, and you can actually see how you did on your run. And the Garmin apps. Uh, they they sync with all sorts of things like run run keeper and things like that. So using and so Garmin knows this technology and they've used it and it's been production for a long time. Mm-hmm. But now tying this into game stuff, but the Connect is a very good thing because you know a very good point that you bring up because I'm always on about the Connect where some people think silly little connectable games. I see the whole we can read your blood pressure from your face oh, I, and we I, can I, see your muscles. I contract. see it. I see it. It's just I haven't seen a, a good use of it yet. That's the only thing. Is that it's going to come from Nike. And yeah. all of those guys. It's going to come from the health and fitness. So pay attention to the apps that come out there because you're going to see these amazing interactions with you're doing the jump correctly. You know, mm-hmm. you're doing the squat correctly because the connect can see and know how your muscles contract. So anyway, so to, so to tie game success to your your temperament, that's kind of awesome. That is. No, so. I, I like to see that. I, okay. So hmm, interesting. And there, and. And similarly, I'm I'm just bringing this up because uh because it's out now. Um, Sony, uh, what they have in EverQuest Two is you can mount a camera like this camera that I'm looking at right now. The camera will read your face, and then your facial expressions will map onto the character that you're playing. So if you're like angry or something, you make an angry face, then the tune that you're playing will make an angry face. I would love to see that in WoW. Oh yeah, that, that's and, pretty cool. You know, even there's webcam games. I think for Windows 8, I think there's like a Powerball or thing. You just wave your hands around. So mm-hmm. it just give it time. We're gonna see more smartness with cameras and and so on. No, I, I can't. I would I would love to see some sort of camera or connect connection. With, but uh, think about with it from wow. a wow perspective, right? The more you're stressed, the more calm your tank ass down because you're <laughs> stressing everyone out. And the more they're stressed, the more poo is going to happen. Yeah. I know. It really yeah. plays well to the whole, you must calm down and deal with your pride, <laughs> your anger. And you're, you know, you're like, wow, this is totally like Pandaria forever. No, it would be. It would be. It would be cool if not only could you see the player's health, mana, and everything, you can have like the IRL stress level. I'm telling you, that would be great. What is your IRL stress level? Yes. <laughs> there could be an your add-on for that. Is 
calm down and your cue time goes you know, down. <laughs> so yeah good stuff oh we got a little off track but that's okay because we're talking about gaming in general there's a lot of stuff that's coming down and and that's what i'm most interested in that's what i mean this is the only show where i can really talk about this kind of stuff is what's coming down the pike that may affect not just wow specifically but just like anything that that blizzard creates i mean blizzard they're smart people over there they've got to know about this technology they've got to be building some really cool stuff over there yeah so i i i hope whatever it is that they're building whatever is going to come out next is something dynamic and mobile and man can, can you imagine if they connected to the connect and just do all this stuff Years ago, I mean, I'm talking like 2006, 2007, maybe a little later. Um, I had said on the show, I was like, how cool would it be if you could just stand there? Like, I don't know the name of the machine. I'm not not the Oculus, but, or I don't know, maybe it's, but I, I saw this guy, I, I just saw it briefly, so I don't know the name of it, but I saw this guy on a machine and it's like a, whoop, sorry, I hit my microphone. Hmm. It's like slow a, down. <laughs> slow down. I, it's like, he's on a ring. And and there's like a treadmill. It's like a, 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 some sort of treadmill under his feet. So like when he's running in place, the character runs. Like things like that would be kind of neat if you could have like World of Warcraft Ultra Edition or mm-hmm. or something. And then you, you know you can do that where your fingers like eat, like your your hand motions or something could be a different spell or something. Physiology is to be savored. What what would games be like in ten years? Yeah, that, exactly. I mean, think about what gaming was like 10 years ago. Like 15 years ago, we were playing like EQ1 and uh, what was that? What was that one? Um, oh, it was the one that failed on day one where nobody can get in. Um, it was a science fiction. God, man. It was a science fiction based one. Um, game with an A. Not Asheron's Call. It was, um, oh, I can't remember. But anyway, there was... Um, there was just a bunch of like junky games by today's standards. I'm saying, yeah. So imagine what things are going to be like 15 years from now. Uh, anyway, <laughs> back on track. Uh, patch five four seven. Uh, there are notes for that. There's we talked about that last week. There's really nothing substantially different mm. from last week. Um, we got the two week warning on season fourteen. So it looks like the patch and or season 15 is going to be imminent. So um, I, I, there's no word. People were talking about patch, or patch, but uh, version 6.0 is going to have Siege of Orgrimmar with the new LFR code in it. Um, and this is, well, hmm, maybe my memory is bad on this, but I was under the impression that um, we had gotten like patch 4 or 5.0 before the actual expansion came out so like all the new game rules were in the game but not the actual ability to level past whatever I may be remembering that wrong but um, if they put that in for a bit so that we can try it out that would be kind of nice so we may be getting that anyway um, so yeah all the all the season 14 gear is going to be purchasable with honor Typical. This this happens every at the end of every season, so there's nothing new with that. So I just wanted to put that out there. Um, I didn't watch this, but this sort of came through my feed. Uh, Doron's movies on YouTube mm-hmm. has 
a 45-minute documentary on the history of Warcraft. And it seemed interesting. I, I found it only like half an hour before we started recording, and it's 45 minutes long. I couldn't watch the whole thing, but I, I scrubbed it a little bit. And it seems kind of interesting. I, I missed this completely. What are you saying in chat? It's like a whole bunch of stuff is going down in there. Oh. <laughs> we're, we're just talking about the fitness ramifications of omnidirectional treadmills. How cool would it be if they put fitness in WoW? A guy like, if did you that took a long a... time ago, he actually wired his treadmill up to WoW and uh, ran. Oh, I might have remembered that. And but had, you think that ten-minute run from or that ten-minute flight from Booty Bay to Eastern Plaguelands is bad? Nah. You know, run around, do a lap around Elwyn Forest. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, no, but I missed the documentary and uh, this. See, I even learned things. <laughs> All right. So yeah, um, I'm gonna watch that later today or tomorrow or something. But uh, I'm I'm interested to see what people have to say about because now WoW has been around long enough where you can do a documentary about the history of, of Warcraft. Because when the opening cinematic for WoW first came out in 2004, it was already 10 years of Warcraft, and here we are 10 years later. So now it's 20 years of Warcraft, 10 years mm-hmm. of WoW. WoW is gonna be 10 in November. Yeah. That's just scary. That's 10. Facebook's 10. I think even my first Second Life avatar is now going to be 10 years oh, old in June. Man. Yep. Huh. A lot of stuff. I only feel old when I know what version of Photoshop I started on. Then I'm like, holy crap, is that possible? I think I think I saw it at version 1, but I think I really started using it at version 1.5 or 2. One, one five, yeah, in school. Yeah, or something like that. I remember where I where I worked. Uh, there was a machine in another building that had Photoshop, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is!" In awesome. high school, we only had like one computer. Mm-hmm. That, now we're totally playing the old guy game. In my <laughs> day, we had one computer, and it had Illustrator eighty-eight. Yes, <laughs> yeah, kids don't know what you got with your. <laughs> I have Adobe a printout cloud on your phone. I have a Photoshop sketch print. and a printout of something I did in Mac Paint in high school. In, in so. Um, <laughs> I'll have to I'll have to show that. Anyway, yeah, the progression of of video games. Do you think that WoW and and other games have become sort of like have they hit a wall in terms of what they can possibly do without ripping the entire code apart and building something new? And could something come along that could just say, "Look, okay, your your game was awesome for a while, but uh, be a Blizzard or somebody else could just say, "Look, WoW was awesome for a while, but look at this." Well, I guess what you'd have to do is look back at games that they went from one engine to the other. Mm-hmm. I mean, on one hand, you know, you've got a tremendous database infrastructure, but then you've got physics. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know that there is, I think you could look at, and by I'm no means an MMO infrastructure expert, but just kind of look at what we do know. You know, you can go into an instance and be reskinned. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can change the character models. You might be able to, I mean, maybe part of the engine or the rendering is happening now. I mean, remember when the water was changed a bit? What was that, Cataclysm? They changed the water? Was it? (sighs) I I think Uh, it's got to be an iterative Yes, I think it was. I think it was. Yeah, I think Cata, they introduced uh, different water. 
Yeah, I think because I was running around in beta and water wasn't working right, so I was flying into lakes and there was no water in there. Even though, even though you you your character acted as if water was in there, there was, you couldn't see it. Uh, so yeah, I think that was around Kata. I, I think what we're doing is we're kind of falling into the trap of looking at this as like a single piece of software and the engine. You know, I think I think games are more like movies, and as the technology comes now, granted, it's like the same movie. Hmm. Uh, you know. I, I you know I don't know if you could look at Star Wars and how they've had to like try and make the new movies look like the old movies or clean up the old movies mm. or they taken chunks of it. I mean it is still a mono, you know, it's a monolithic piece of software, but I think it's com- I think it's compartmentalized and there's components that they go ahead and they they tweak things like the water, things like character yeah. models. Yeah. You know, they are rendering a lot more polygons than what they previously did. So something's got to power that. It's just, or maybe it's already there, and they're just replacing some code to say, okay, everybody's computers have been upgraded yeah. enough. Well, yeah. See, that's the thing. In two thousand four, well, I mean, in ninety nine, I remember playing EverQuest one, and then it was like kind of jerking. I bought a, I think it was a Voodoo three two thousand. I'm like, oh my god, now it's awesome. Nowadays, like in two thousand four, when um, there was a problem with EQ two, is that the, the I think the biggest mistake that Sony Online made was that they made it CPU based and not gpu based Mm -hmm. and so they thought that things were going to go one way and they wound up going another didn't work wow on the other hand was i mean blizzard was brilliant in saying look we've got it we're giving it a style without bogging down your cpu or, or the need to buy some like serious piece of hardware Right, and I think that was one of the smartest things because that's one of the reasons why I think, uh, among other reasons, well, I mean, both games had advantages. Anybody remember when Crisis came out and it's like the requirements to run Crisis was like, are you kidding me? I don't even know if that computer exists. (laughs) Not only that, but um, Star Wars Galaxies when that game came around, I remember putting that in and I was getting like a frame a second. And two frames a second. And so I would walk in to, I don't know where I was, Tatooine or something like that. I would walk in and, and I would like run, run, run. And then all of a sudden I would turn a corner and there would be a bunch of like people or polygon, like whatever whatever the engine needed to, to render. And then my computer would just go. And I said, and it, oh, no, I guess it's that time technology to upgrade. <laughs> could also be in the game, but they know that everybody is not even there yet. Mm-hmm. You know, when I got the laptop that I use, the laptop I'm talking to you on right now. Um, I everything's almost at ultra, mm-hmm. and it's a different. I can't believe how far away I can see Galleon. Yeah. I've mentioned that before. I'm like, good God, I can see Galleon from here. Yeah, landmark. Um, Sony just said that they're not making a 32 bit version. They said we right. can't. Yeah, they said we can't. We can't kill the game enough. We can't dumb the game down enough to keep it to a 32 bit byte memory limit. So we're going 64, and then that's that. So you can't even play landmark without a 64 bit machine. Yeah, it, that's a that's the way of things now. It's it's it, like you said with Crisis, what it was with um. Oh, I'm just like I can't remember the name of this game. This mm-hmm. is killing me. I don't know what it was. It was a Funcom that made it? Oh my god, it was a science fiction game. I could see the box too. That's what's killing me. Anyway, but that game had minimum requirements. Um, all these games that there 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 are games that come out that change the minimum requirements enough. Where you, it's like a plateau. It's like everybody plays stuff for a while, and then boom, and then everybody plays stuff for a while, and then boom. With, with this machine, this machine that I've got is a Core Two Duo, and I'm sure people are out there going, "Why don't you have an i7?" Well, I don't have an i7 because every single game that I play on this machine runs at 60 frames a second. 
I put landmark in there and it just goes <laughs> no. Yeah. So now I got to get an i7. I'm going to I'm looking to get a 4770K. I don't know if I'm going to go for a 4900 series but what but what that that's the this... plateau part that I'm telling you about. Yeah, you know what? While while you move on to the next I'm actually going to pull up the it's always fun to let people know what we like to play on. Um, oh, my, okay. My machine is an i7. Mm-hmm. Um, give me a second, and I'll pull up the This stack. Mac is an i7. I put Windows on it so that I can run Landmark, and it runs about 15, 20 frames a second, which is nice. So, okay. But I gotta, I gotta, I can't be booting in and out of Windows all the time, so I got to All right, so here's what I machine. got. I don't have Max RAM yet. My Max RAM, I think, is 12. Mm-hmm. I'm running the i7-3630. That's Sandy or Ivy Bridge. I don't remember. Two point four gigahertz, eight gigs. Of course, it's sixty four bit, and it's got the um, what it's uh, what what it's got the ridiculous mobile video card, which enables me to fully turn games up to ultra. The Nvidia. I want to say it's like the six fifty GT GTX. If if it's Nvidia, it'd be a GTX probably. Or or. M. There is there's an M there because it is a uh, uh, a mobile mm-hmm. device. But mm-hmm. this is not a laptop in the traditional sense. I mean, the thing weighs seven pounds and it's got a three hour battery life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the only thing I don't like about upgrading is that I can't just upgrade like the video card. I have to upgrade the whole damn thing. Right. Uh, I have the GT six fifty M. Okay. Oh, GT, so, not a GTX. No, it's a GT six fifty M. Huh. Interesting. But sorry. Right. Well, then again, this this um, the video card I have in this machine is a 450 GTS, and I and I get 60 frames a second out of this thing. So, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> the chat room is asking if we're have, speaking English. We're gonna have this. Uh, I'm gonna have this for a long time. You know, <laughs> you have it's reached a the hard it's OCP. The one, it's the one of the Lenovo's with the red keys. It's pretty. That's <laughs> you know, my horde player. All right. <laughs> yeah, we're nerding out. And we're we're nerding out about specs. Well, look, I mean, it's part of it's part of talking about wow. Like, what are we playing on? Like, um, okay, we'll move on. I play wow on a fire pit. <laughs> look, tar. Uh, I have a flux capacitor somewhere. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, oh, I see you changed the title. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, there. Oh, yeah. I mentioned that there are patch notes for uh, five four seven. N- uh, not much there. Um, there's this. Uh, there's this post. Uh, Blizzard wants you to write fan fiction about Garrosh's trial. So, hmm. if you write fan fiction, and please keep everybody's pants on. If you, <laughs> if you write fan fiction. Um, we'll put a, a link in the in the notes about this. I want to know if there's any attorneys out there that write fan fiction. <laughs> what? <laughs> because they would be able to make a case. Oh, 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 I see. I mean, you've got the evidence. You've played. You have the evidence. You know the crimes. You, you know everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. It just started snowing really hard. Wow. Uh, again? <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, that would be great. They could actually create, like, a case file. Huh. Neat. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, and there are lawyers that play well. Yeah. Um, I, I really didn't read this. I, I meant to before I started recording, and I didn't. But uh, there was a, an interview about uh, the Hearthstone season uh, – no, the expansion details in the season three um, date. So I'll put that link also. It's from Hearthpone. 
So I'll Not put that going. in there. I I I keep saying that's I'm gonna appropriate. Get back. I, well, it's a it's a good name. People have said to me over the years that Warcast is actually a good name. I'm like, it was the first thing I came up with, or something. Yeah, maybe it was one of the first things. You know what? I may. Is it this notebook? This notebook may actually have it. I ha- I've had this notebook lying around forever, and this may actually have. No, it's not this one. There's a notebook. It's the one in the other room that has the names that I was using for um, for different podcasts back in 2005. Oh, nice. Whatever. Yeah, I keep that stuff around because it's like this, the reason why I keep that stuff around from high school. It's like, oh, that was my thought process in high school. So, like Some people throw that out, but I like to keep it around. Dark Moon Ferris is up. What you're smiling yep. again? Oh, sorry. This week in trade chat, does <laughs> uh, a joke I can't pass up. I know. All right. Oh, so Jose <laughs> Milano in the chat room says I play WoW on my Blingtron, and and then I'm sure your response will be, it looks great, but it delivers crap. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, Love is in the air starts when. Soonish. I want to say next week. I'm not in game right now. Is love in the air? I'll check on my phone. Uh, it starts on Monday. This just in. This just in Monday. Monday. Okay. Well, there you go. So there's that. Um, just to finish up real quick with the stuff we have on the notes. Uh, I'm almost halfway through my legendary cinders. So uh, we. I, I'll tell you something. We got a great group of people running Firelands the other day. I think we did it in like an hour 15, and, and that was with goofing off. So I think we can get it done in under an hour if we just like really pushed on it. So that would be – that's pretty awesome. And and I know this is going to sound really stupid, but um, I started cleaning out a bunch of Toons crap because with an expansion coming, you know that more stuff is coming. And, yeah, you all have bigger bags and such, but – I think it's time to get rid of some of the stuff that I've been... You know what it is? I hoard this stuff, not to hoard it, but because I say, okay, I'll maybe at the end of the week, maybe Friday or Saturday, I'll go in there and I'll just put all this stuff on the auction house. Sometimes I do. It comes back and I go, what do I do with this stuff? It, you know, Other people are selling it for 4,000 gold. Why? I got to make money off this stuff. And then I, it just accumulates and I got to get rid of it. So that's what I've been doing. And... Um, I, I don't remember exactly how this happened, but I, I started working on trying to get some rare recipes. This Justin said she's available for consulting. <laughs> <laughs> for a small fee. No, 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 no. It's it's just um, I have a lot of gear that I don't want, but I know that people like because I'm on a, an RP PVP server. So the transmog group, the community is going to love this stuff. As I've started doing more I of just, these old uh, raids to pick up stuff, I'm mm-hmm. starting to see you know gear I can't use, but it's like, wow, this stuff's actually pretty good. I can totally see a transmogger uh, getting down with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, go to our emails. We got an email. Um, anybody who listens to This Week in Track, our buddy Doug from Atlanta, uh, writes to us and says, uh, Hello, Warcast. Doug from Atlanta here. I like your show. <laughs> it's very informative and awesome. I just wanted to answer a couple questions you asked on your recent shows. The games I play when I take a break from WoW would mostly be Halo. Yeah. Yeah. I don't own an Xbox, but I have Halo 1 and 2 on the PC. It's been 10 years, and Red vs. Blue PvP is still fun. I'm getting kind of pissed that Halo 3 won't, won't release on the PC. See, I thought it was going to be released on the PC, but I guess that got uh, delayed or killed. I've also played Dungeon Siege 2 for a while, and if you're looking for a fun single-player RPG, then Dungeon Siege 2 
is a really awesome game. When an expansion is nearing its end, that's a time when I force myself to get off my lazy butt and start running raids and getting my tunes geared with uh, get my tunes geared up with everyone else. I seem to be addicted to grinding dailies most of the time, even though I got tired of it. Of course, one that makes dailies easier is having oh one oh, I, I think he meant uh, one thing. Of course, one thing that makes dailies easier is having a high level high high level gear. One thing I wish for is when, whenever a new expansion is released and the old dungeons and raids from all the previous games should be turned into single-player scenarios. That's interesting. Mm. So people can... You know what? I'm going to stop for a second. That would be a great way for people to learn their tune where they're going from 90 to, ni- or 90 to 100. You get, a, you get yourself a 90 tune, turn the old stuff into single level scenario the single player scenarios and that teaches you how to play yeah we had solo scenarios in uh thunder king yeah we did we did but i think these would be good because people may be more familiar with them they can ask for help they'd have to tone them down like um i think in the brewery when you're when you're doing that gauntlet run i don't know they'd have to turn down the number of moms that come and attack you. But I, I think that's a, a not a bad idea. Single-player scenarios. Anyway. Oh, and then here he says, so people leveling can experience old content if they wish and not wait an hour in dungeon queues or trying to ask all their guildies to come run Molten Core with them. What do you guys think? Well, I just said. But that I think it's a great idea. I think that's a really good idea. Huh. Okay. All right, our question of the week. I said, uh, with Warlords of Draenor coming out, are you sticking with your main, or are you going to go with a different class, race, or uh, faction? Uh, I'm going to read these as they came in. St. Elsewhere wrote, my main has been my lock, but I prefer a tune that can do more than just DPS. I'm looking at my priest and my monk for Warlords of Draenor. I think that's a great idea. You've been doing nothing but DPS. You you just want to be, not only as a as a as a player, but you want your tune to be more accessible. We need a tank. Mm-hmm. We need a healer. I can do it. But um, yeah. I did write to him. Um, hold on. Let me get his response. I wrote back and I said, well, how do you feel about being limited to two specs? He says, I feel stronger knowing that I have more to offer. Shadow Disc Priests are a good heal slash DPS complement. Monks are very well designed after years of experience from Blizz HQ. I like not carrying two sets of gear as well. So there's that. Um, D-I, uh, Doug Robinson, D underscore I underscore Robinson says, oh, Robeson, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'll definitely be keeping my main, but that doesn't mean most of my time won't be spending, uh, won't be spent on leveling alts. Well, I'll be doing that too, but what I usually do is I get my main to 100, I'll, I'll get my main to 100, get some gear, and then when the the push dies off a little bit, then I'll probably start working on some of my other alts. So there's that. Carmel's 24 wrote, uh, most likely switching from lock to pally for my main. Never really gave Melee a shot and fell in love and liked the way it heals. Hmm. Uh, he continued, and my second main will probably be my hunter because the free 90 slash profession boost because he's stuck at 70 right now. Hmm. Um, Sean underscore Ed wrote rolling a new monk brewmaster to be my main in the expansion, having fun leveling its professions and running dungeons. There's another one for monk. Monk is, is getting a lot of love lately. I love it. I keep going back and forth as much as I think I might want to roll a lock mm-hmm. with my 90 boost. I just can't 
avoid thinking about, you know, I just level and I just insta pop a 90 because I have four or three specs, mm-hmm. but only two slots. And so, hey, maybe mm-hmm. I could, uh, um, you know, I have a, mu- I'm, I'm specced uh, DPS and heals. Mm-hmm. But maybe I might want to have a tank one. I don't know. Okay. Uh, Tahu, the patriarch, wrote, I'll be sticking with my main. Tyson Raymond says, definitely be keeping my main. We've gone through way we've gone through way too much to quit now. See, that's how I sort of feel about my mage. Yeah. For the alliance. Yes. And mm-hmm. um Atso Castron writes, most likely we'll be making a new monk, though DK will be the first one to go through Warlords of Draenor. And in the chat room, Juve Milano says, uh, oh no, something else. I thought it was I saw the word mains. <laughs> but he was making a joke, so yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Olympic humor. Olympic humor, yes. Right <laughs> so that's it. I I'm don't definitely know. stand with my monk. I feel bad for my DK because, yeah, I was going through a lot with my monk or my DK. I mean, mm-hmm. so many achievements, so many PvP things. It's just that DK I had played pretty much since Wrath, and then I switched uh, mid Cata, mm-hmm. and I got my mage up. And she was fun. That was fine. But then the monk came and it was all over. Yeah, I'm sticking with my my mage. Um, I I like utility. (laughs) The thing is, people that have been listening to the show for the last, well, since, I don't know, the the beginning of the expansion have, have known that I leveled up a paladin, a rogue, a monk, a priest, um, and now a hunter. And so I've spent a lot of time in, in which one am I going to go back to sticking with the rogue for PVP sticking with the mage for PVE. But I, I don't know. It's it. My DK has dropped off. I, I just have yeah. absolutely no interest in it. my paladin. I may go to, but if if you talk about a class that I think it's a lot of love and, and people have a lot of fun with is, is still the monk. I, I may just, have my monk be like my third. So it's going to go mage. Mage is going to go through warlords. And then my rogue is going to go through warlords has to. And then after that, I think my monk is going to be next. So, so there's that. That's my plan. Stan. All right. <laughs> what is uh, this just in going to do? Are you staying with your monk? He hasn't okay. decided what the ninety level, the insta level will be. Because mm-hmm. you have you have your mage, you have a DK, and you have a monk. Pally. Are they all equally geared? Oh, you have your pally. Are yeah, they all? Are they all equally geared? I think your monk is the, the highest. Monk is higher. The other three, I like them, but daily playing, I like the monk. I'm been leveling a warlock, a priest, a shaman. Really want to try healing, but I'm just not in the mood to go into dungeons and get pushed out to be four Wants yeah. to do healing, but is nervous about that. Yeah, I can. Which can I mean, I am too. I'm like, oh. yeah, okay. All right, um, we're done. But a good show. Yeah. This is a good. This is one of those good conversation episodes. I like. I like this where it's just not like we don't just talk about WoW, but just like the state of gaming and mmos in general or cast we cast war across all mmos uh, <laughs> i i listened to episode 178 and you didn't talk about wow enough and I, 
Uh, you are correct. <laughs> no, I just that's my style. I answer, speak from experience. Way. When my this is why I think I have such an easy time with haters and trolls is because I have children and they pull that <laughs> crap on me in real life. So somebody comes up with some snotty little thing like, you know, and it's like always some negative towards them, right? I How I faulted them. And I'm like, you are correct. I know. Now um, what? Now what? All right. Go clean your room and get off my internet. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us. Uh, well, our email address is worldofwarcats at gmail.com. And Eric is at Eric Rice and at Spin. I am at Starmike and, of course, at World of Warcast. And this just in is at Wow, this just in. Um, I, don't, I think that's all we got worldofwarcast.com. And um, if you have any interest at in all in EverQuest Next Landmark, I started streaming i i don't know how often i'm going to be doing this but um my twitch account name is burledwood tv if you play the game you'll get the joke so <laughs> uh what, what what were you gonna I, say oh i just realized so i'll be going from north end to north end i'm in my north that's end right. this right i'm gonna be in new york next week and we'll probably still do the show because it's you know no Depending crazy. on the weather, we we don't know if if Eric is physically going to be sitting right here next to me or not. But yeah, we'll see. It's it's a lot easier than when I was over in Europe because then it was like, no, I'm not doing a show <laughs> at two o'clock in the morning or whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and the it's finally starting to snow out here in the northwest, and then I'll be landing in snow. So it's all Northrend all the time. Funny story. I saw that the three feet of snow that we were supposed to get was like some internet hoax. But I saw weather reports about that. Like I don't under, I don't know who to believe. We're supposed to get three feet of snow on Sunday, which is the day you're coming in. I gotta throw I gotta throw this out there, and you know people sometimes laugh, but then when they actually see it, they're like, "This is not bad." Bing weather is amazing because you can compare the weather mm-hmm. from three different sources, and it's IMAP, Forica, and Weather.com. So you just go to Bing, you search weather and throw in your zip code, and then you'll see a link that says compare all, and then you'll get the forecast for like, I don't know, 10 days, Mm -hmm. all three of them. It's hilarious how hard the weather sites troll us with their precipitation percentages. It'll be like 90, 60, and zero. Usually weather.com is the one that's off the rails and completely different than everyone Hmm. else. You just use this and rely on it. You start to go, okay, weather.com, you're consistently full of crap. Compare all. Here we go. Yeah. Sunday. Well, see, they all... Look at some of those Oh, weather. this is now, funny. Obviously, if the weather's <laughs> really real. One says that we're supposed to get... It's supposed to be sunny. But you know what? There are different times of day with these also. So I think it's. I think what they, what they might do here is like, yeah, maybe it will be sunny on Sunday. But... I, I, I look at the precipitation chance because I live in a rainy climate, right? So, yeah. <laughs> 84%, 20%, and 75%. Well, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, so anyway, we'll yeah, see. Eric and I, uh, Eric Eric will be in New York on uh, starting Sunday. So I won't have a lot of time to play, but we'll see. If it gets snowed in, then I'll just be kicking in the hotel. <laughs> making there's, a lot to, no, you, there's a lot to do in New York, even when it's snowing. No, I know. I love New York. I'm a city boy. Yeah. So, um, expect pictures on Twitter because I'm sure we're going to be hanging out. All right. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for watching and listening. We'll talk to you later. See ya. Bye.